We are not calling it Suckcast. That is misleading. We are going to... People will be very disappointed. Um, we're here again. Good morning. Good mor- It's a morning time one. Mm. We're doing a lot of episodes today because I'm about to go on vacation. Me as well. I'm a cranky podcaster. I'm not cranky. Here's the problems in my life right now. I <laughs> hurt my wrist yesterday. Oh, man. Grating cheese. Uh, uh, don't I mean, tell people the second part. <laughs> what do you, if I don't? They're gonna assume the uh, other stuff. That it was a sex injury. There was a. S- <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they're going to assume—a self-inflicted sex injury. But it's not. I hurt myself. Grating cheese. I. <sighs> whatever. What am I gonna do? I'm sorry. There's birds outside my apartment. They're mating. They're laying eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're here again, and I don't even care. Happy to be here, David. Happy that um, Cranky is the key to your success. I'm David. I'm Cranky. I'm successful. This is Bessie. She's my ever-present podcast protege, persistent. <laughs> um, and with us is also someone new. Someone new. Someone new in the room. And his name is Abel. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Abel. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm... <sighs> I mean, I feel like I just kind of summarized <laughs> how I am. <laughs> I know. Not the your, best, my uh, Yeah, your wrist thing is It hurts. And I feel like you can physically see... I don't know. I have also have weird wrists because I'm a skinny white boy and like I have good heroin veins. I've never done heroin, but... <laughs> but you've got heroin veins? Well, like if you needed to find a vein... Oh, you could find it'd one. It'd be very easy. Yeah. Like, just, They're there already is. present. Oh, got it. Um, but I don't want to talk about that anymore. I want to don't take this Dr. Pepper because I just want to say that I definitely agree with the thing that you need to like get rid of the second part of the story. Yeah. Just like find out a new one. Yeah. To not make that sure that the sex it. one is not the one that, that just... Fine. <laughs> I'll edit it all out. I'll edit the podcast so that it actually starts with, hi, I'm David. I hurt my wrist. It may or may not have been a sex injury. <laughs> That's a good one. I can neither confirm nor deny. Suck maybe cast. Maybe that's what we'll call the podcast. Oh. Ooh, I made a weird sound that I'm going to have to edit out with my with my throat, um, which was also not a sex injury. Okay, you know what? I'm done. Um, I will not be the the boob of this podcast anymore. Um, all right. Abel's here. Abel, what would you... So this is a podcast about success. Mm-hmm. And you're the first person I've had on that I don't, I don't know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know you. I don't know you, uh, <laughs> but I will after this interim. Yeah. Um, so Bessie brought you onto the show because she knows you, mm-hmm. but I want to know if you know you. What? <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh. What? I oh. mean, the simplest question of that is what, in what area of your life would you say that you have success, which is why Bessie wanted to bring you on? Mm. Wow. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Self-identification. So, I'm a music director for theater slash pianist slash range orchestra. And if if I have to say that I've succeeded in something is that I've achieved the goals that I pro- that I'd like proposed to myself uh, like on maybe on a sh- more short term in terms of, let me put it 
an example so I can like because I don't know if this is either so specific and truth. I mean, I decided to became a musician mm-hmm. and I start and three years back in Spain and three years later I was able like to like fully financial myself and like live out of this and having the jobs that I wanted to have, not having like to take other musical jobs that I don't like or right. that I enjoy. Or non musical jobs. Or non musical jobs yeah. at all. Yeah. You're so right. So that was my that's one of the things that I consider my, I considered myself so lucky and successful because not everybody is able to do that. Then I decided to move and study at Berkeley. Cool. And probably one of the biggest achievements was to like graduate from this school. Right. And now I'm in New York. So it just, I mean, I just based myself on like, like new achievements. Just, I mean, I tried to do this and I tried to do this and I tried to do this. And it's been going great. I'm, I've been lucky. And let's knock on wood. Okay. <laughs> this keeps going. I bet that was great audio. Oh, yeah. I bet. Um, that uh, seems to be a consistent uh, sort of. The, our last podcast guest said that as well. Did he? Well, and talking about, about meeting goals. In different terms. Yeah. And then that success is not. Success doesn't feel like success, is I think how he. How Adrian put it. And that you just. You continue to achieve. Like it doesn't feel fully satisfying. Success, you're constantly trying to achieve the next big thing is that how you feel are you are you dissatisfied <laughs> not dissatisfied no no not at all not at all i mean i just feel that you're gonna be dissatisfied or not feeling successful if you just like follow like what you have to do or what sure. you're supposed to do but at the same time what about if you set goals and then don't meet them what well, well, wouldn't that be dissatisfying if you push i have the theory, and it's been confirmed as far as from now, yeah, it's not good. that if you fall, I mean, if you push towards something, either this something or something else mm. more, as exciting or more exciting is going to happen. So that's why I haven't feel like unsuccessful until then. Sometimes I didn't achieve the exact, like the specific goal I was pursuing, but something as exciting or more interesting happened. Right. So I was like, fine, totally go good with it. What was, what was, this sounds like a really like, uh, intentional thing, right? You were like, here is my goal. Is that how it was? Right. You were like, here's my first goal. I keep banging the table. It's got all the microphones attached to it. I gotta stop. Um, I talked about goals, but they are also most of them not really specific. So, right. I mean, when I moved to New York three months ago, I was like, let's try to... You moved to New York three months ago? Yes. Welcome to New York! Thank you. But you moved... Sorry. So, wait. Back... back. Ignore that last question. That was a bad question. You were in Spain. I was in Spain. And then you went to Berkeley. I went to uh, Berkeley. I started in th- uh, fall 2014, September 2014. Wow. I graduated from Berkeley... Technically, last December, but I consider myself graduated May 2017. Uh-huh. Moved back to Spain to tour with a show for nine months, and then I came to New York. Wow. I've never even been to Spain. Me neither. Oh, good. Waiting for both of you over Let's there. go to Spain. Let's go to Spain. Next episode. Is Spain nice? <laughs> It is. Oh, Spain! Spain sounds nice. Spain sounds nice. It is a really. You love the lifestyle. Okay. Mm. People go there and they're like, "I want to stay there because the lifestyle is really." Do really you want to go back there? 
This isn't what we're talking about, but now is what we're talking now about. It, now it is. Um, Do you like New York? Well, you've only I, been here for three months, so like, doesn't count. Whichever, whatever you say. On a, first six months to a year is like the trial period. Yeah. Yeah. On a short term, I would like to stay here. Like short term, I talk about like five, ten, fifteen years. Yeah, I that's short term. <laughs> kind of. I don't want my retirement here. Okay. Mm. You want it in Spain? Yes. Cool. Let's all retire to Spain. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a what a great idea. Podcast though. over. Podcast that we're retiring right now. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're, we're, right now. This is it. Right now. Right now, yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, okay. Wait. So music director. And so like you, you play instruments? Yes. What do you play? I play the piano. Cool. And <laughs> I mean, I've played other instruments, but that's my main. That's what I made. Great. A, a living out of. How long have you been playing the piano? Why did you start playing the piano? Did someone force you? No. You can tell us. It's a safe space. <laughs> Sometimes kids, you know, their parents are like, I tried. My, my mom wanted me to learn piano for a while. And mm-hmm. what I did, which just summarizes me absolutely, is my mom tried to teach me piano because she's a brilliant pianist. Um, and I said no because I didn't want her to teach me. And then, like a couple months later, I started teaching myself how to play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can play the piano a little bit, like I know my chords and stuff, and I can like I can read mm-hmm. music a little bit, but not because of my mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Because of me, I did it myself, mom. Oh my I didn't goodness. need your help. Um, so why did you start playing piano? So, in my family, there's been like kind of tradition that as a kid we do music. So yeah. when we're three years old, we go to like music school and we start doing our thing and apparently I asked to start playing piano when I like when I was like three months in classes. Cool. So I was three years old and they were like, Is this kid gonna do something in a piano class or is it just a waste of time and money? And they were like and I found there was a really, really sweet teacher and really nice that she was so nice to have me in class and she was like I can do things with this kid on piano, and that's how I started. And I kept doing... There was one moment in life where my mom kept me there because I was ready to quit because of a teacher. Oh, no. That happened. I was like, Mom, don't pay the next bill. I'm not going to class. <laughs> she was like... I refuse. Hold on a second. And she went to school. We talked. They changed my teacher. Oh. Here I am. Here then w- Playing the piano. It was right the opposite now. when I... <laughs> When I told her that I wanted to be a musician, she was like, let's keep that as a hobby. Oh. Um, but now she's super proud and super happy. Good. So let's transition over to the screen over here. Yeah. Okay. Because you brought this up last week and I want to talk about it. And you want to talk about it, but there wasn't time. When when we were looking at guests, um, Bessie, I was like, I was Googling people like <laughs> yes. you do. Yeah. Bessie said, why don't you just look them up on Facebook? And I, why did you say that? Why was that? What are you talking about? Why don't I look him up on Facebook? He doesn't even, Abel doesn't even have a Facebook. He does. He where? Does. I can't, I don't see it. You can't find it? No. And all these things where his name is listed, unless these are different Abels, um, he's not tagged because he doesn't have a face. Do you have a Facebook? I do have Facebook. Well, where are you? Abel Garriga. Uh, wait, is that? All right, great. So yeah, I'm going to go to Abel's. Facebook page, and all I see is I'm looking for a room in Madrid <laughs> <laughs> from 11 
this over to Troy 9 January. Does anyone know of anything? Hashtag help. As opposed to if I Google a bell, I get links to music and SoundCloud and uh, songs he didn't even know existed anymore, like this one. Wait, is it going to play? Nah, I'll play it in the... Wait. Oh. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I do. This definitely should be... Can we use this? Yeah. This is okay. He nodded. It's okay. That's that's legally binding. Yes, you can. Like, now I get a sense of who Abel is as an artist. Also, the fact that there's a little post underneath it that just says, Hi, friends. (laughs) (laughs) See right there. Did you post that three years ago? Hi, friends. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to our success podcast. Did you post this on the interweb three years ago? <laughs> I posted this. I didn't. I well, didn't know. I or actually, let me put it another way. I didn't remember that until no. I came here. That happens. But you bring up your past. Yes. What? 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 What do you? You you said like you're not very good at posting things online. Um. Here's the thing. I do theater. So theater usually there's it's live. It's live. Yeah. There's no recording. There's no videos. There's no anything. So. The only material I've graduated as a film composer mm-hmm. from Berkeley, but I don't have wait, any. Wait, I'm ma- sorry. Wait, wait, wait. What? The words went into my ears, but I didn't hear them. You graduated as a film composer? Yes, film scoring major. Oh, oh, film composer, not a composer of films, but a composer for films. Oh, yes. Composer Score. for films. Yes. Cool. Uh, but all the material that we have is that I have is like school material that I don't consider myself like. Something that I want the people to... Do you ever make stuff as a composer that you can't, as a musician, replicate? Say that again. Like, like, do you ever compose something that if someone were like, play this, you wouldn't be able to? No. Oh, man. You should. You should try. You should challenge (laughs) To make something impossible to play. Not impossible, but like, do you compose only for piano? Do you compose for other I mean, no, I compose for, like, orchestra. Right. So, like, do you play all the instruments involved? Oh, no, no. Guess I, the answer was, it's no. I cannot play all of it. So you could, in theory, compose something that you couldn't then play. Yes. I just think that's a very interesting concept, right? Yes. I, that That is very specific to music. To very, ah. very few other art forms could you, like, write a monologue that you couldn't perform. Or, ah. or like, if you were a coach for, for basketball, they would expect you to have already played basketball. There is. Well, there is. Well, there is coaches that they are not players. At and least. they're frauds. So they can't play at all? I mean, they can kick the... For example, for soccer that I know a lot, oh, there's sure. a lot of so, there's a lot of soccer coaches that they're not, like... They were not soccer players before, and they are like so successful as a coach. Interesting. That is true. How do we feel about that? You know, frauds. <laughs> frauds, all of them. I guess at some point you have to have some level of expertise or experience. That it's it's all about you know. But I guess the skill set for kicking a ball is different from the skill set of telling someone where to kick a ball. Possible. Kick, hey, kick that ball over there. Kick it better. <laughs> to try more. Try better soccer. <laughs> um, <laughs> David. What? <laughs> what are you thinking, man? I was thinking I already asked if you were successful, if you thought you were successful. Have, yeah. have anybody on this pod, anyone in this podcast define what is success? No, no we haven't even given this podcast it. a title, <laughs> let alone a definition. This, pro- this podcast is like... The f- it's like the phrase in production, you know, like we're just constantly in production. success we're in production. 
We're just trying now to... Now I hate that. that. I hate all of this. Abel, save us. Words. What should we call our podcast? Wow. Wow. I mean, now granted, granted, it's just a suggestion. We're we're not going to, we might not take it. No, I know. But I've been lately in two different projects where they asked me to find a name and finally we find for, actually, no, we find a name for one. We're in the research for another one. You were, you were on two different podcasts that asked. Not podcasts, but other projects that we need to find names for it. Mm. Oh, I see. So you're already in the name making game. Yes. You don't need any other name making I'm really bad at it. So... (laughs) Okay, well then, don't name it, please. No, you don't want me to. Why? why? Well, well, I mean, something we did talk about in the first episode about success was that there are definitely different kinds of success, right? There's professional success or mm-hmm. personal success. Um, why? How do you define success, Abel? He's thinking. Yeah. This is yeah. gonna be a good answer. This is gonna be a good answer. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, shoot. Hopefully, profound. I would define success as when you. I mean, probably it's easy to go to when you do something. Either it's personal or professional. It's either like when you feel satisfied with something uh, you have achieved. Ah, so there is satisfaction. Maybe involved. that's my problem. Yes. Never satisfied. I'm mean, just never satisfied. I have a really high bar of expectation for myself and for everyone else around me, and. Maybe it's time to lower that bar. Maybe. But then will I really be satisfied if I lower my bar? I guess there's a certain... I mean, satisfied doesn't mean 100%. Ah, satisfaction is not equal to content. I hate content. Content means, okay, we're... Content sounds to me like stagnant. It's like staying. You're staying still. You're just like still it in the like water. Sounds like fine, right? Yeah. Someone asks, like, how are you? Fine. Like, I'm fine. I have no wants. I have no needs. I'm. I just am. Fine. I, ugh. I hate that. It's like We're the just word existing. sure. Yeah, We're just I agree. Existing. And satisfaction. Wait. I, feel like... I want to talk about how I hate the okay, word sure. You, yeah. Talk, talk about the. Have we I talked told about you this. I thought. It, yes. Yes. On Do we talk about it on the pod? <laughs> on our last episode. Fine. I hate the word sure. sure. Yeah. I still hate it. Put Both it on the record. Great. I think last time it was switched where you were like, I hate the word sure. And I was like, yeah, I hate the word fine. Like, how are you doing? I'm well, fine. Now we hate them all. And now we hate them all. We hate yeah. everything. No, there's a lot of love in this room right now. So much love. What What about personal success? Are you, are you, are you personally successful? I think so. Good. Why? <laughs> Cite your sources. <laughs> because I have to think on it. You don't have to think. You can just say. No, uh, because here's the thing. With all, I think that I consider myself successful because I've been always like learning and I've and I've never like failed on a personal way that I haven't been able like to manage a situation. I mm-hmm. I get that. I relate to that. I've, so I've... for me it was so challenging to like leave my country where I was like for 22 years where I, I had all my roots in terms of like friendship in terms of like family in terms of like work I and mean, you're successful there i w- mean and i still work there i still go there at least twice or three times a year and i and i still have my people there obviously the relationships are not the same but that that was my challenge for me mm-hmm. like to be able like to learn how to like manage my relationships on a different way because obviously i was not physically there so i cannot expect it from them to like keep up with me the same way right. and they cannot expect from me to keep up with them the same way and also learning how to have the other challenge in terms of friendship for example at Berkeley is that almost 50% of the school is international so most of them when they when we graduate either we go to our we go back to our country we mm-hmm. go to a different country we stay in the US we go in a country that is not our country but it's not also the US so 
like keeping this friendship knowing that you have friends in a lot of different places in the world but friends that you may not talk to them like in two years but then when you go there it's like time hasn't happened like learning this process that time hasn't like this concept of I can. I'm not gonna see you in a year, but then when we come back, it's just like right. Yeah. And just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Are you? You seem Abel. You seem very easy to please. Would you say that's the case? Like, does a lot make you happy? I think so. At this, but you said that you said I wanna like add some things to what you said before that. Yeah. Sometimes you feel successful because you're like your your standards bar is are, very high. Your bars are yeah. very high. I think that that doesn't. It can go together Where's being successful w- w- with having the bar so high. It's just like having the bar so high is going to push you forward like to the, your extreme. But at the same time, mm. you need to like be able to like value what like the small things that you can be achieving. I mean, probably that may that I I'm 100% sure that that was a thing that changed me when I changed when I moved to the US because I was first of all I was like I was in a moment where probably I was not feeling so... I mean, I was feeling good. I was working. I was good with my friends, everything. But I was you like... confident some, in your success. So I was some kind of stuck at some point. Like, okay, what's next? What's coming up? And also, I don't know. I was just like stuck. And I probably because I was like expecting to like... Oh, there's nothing else. Because I was working there. And obviously there was new projects coming up but i don't know it was just like not feeling like so challenged or like so there's either forward. like big success or there's nothing and so when i came here i started like valuing things like for example i remember one of the things that i one of the feelings that i always remember that i never value is like i have three siblings mm-hmm. and we have a dog and four cats and Aww. my parents in my apartment so big party always happening <laughs> so the first time i woke up in the u.s in my in my apartment and i didn't hear anything my apartment was like oh god was that and a good feeling or a bad feeling? a bad feeling oh because i was used to like wake up open the door right and like smells a lot of things sound. like yeah. ha- happening in my apartment so i start valuing also um these like small things of like having my opening the door and having noise of my like my my dog or my right, brothers right. or whatever like going out uh, like being able like to call my friend and say hey we live five minutes apart let's just get something or small things of like playing with people that you know or having people coming to see your performance things like my mom always comes to see my performances yeah and the first time i had the performance without my without somebody what I know that I was performing and nobody there knew me. Mm. So that was like some things that you start valuing when you... It's the thing that they say, when you don't have this thing, it's when you're going to value. It's it's right. Well, and it's really interesting about like about about like that specifically is that is a milestone for me that I want to happen, right? I to have people say. watching that are all not people that I know, right? So much of the theater that I create and the art that I create right now is like only consumed by friends and family that the idea of having a crowd that don't that are just there and don't know me sounds phenomenal yeah um but i've i remember like i remember the first time that i i did a contract or i did a show that wasn't anywhere close to it was recently that i did that wasn't anywhere close to where anyone that i knew could have seen it yeah and to know that there was never anybody who i was gonna see like after the show or like in the audience it's definitely 
I think professionally, professionally, it's a milestone. Professionally, you're like, yes, like that is that is an achievement because you're going somewhere, you're extending your network, you're extending your fan base, whatever you may call it. But in a personal sense, it's like there's no one, you know, there's no one who's seen all the steps that. What's what's your like? uh, I mean, what's your top of the pyramid, right? So, like for actors, a lot of times their their like highest measure of success is like broadway right like they want to act on broadway or like winning an award um what's yours put a pin in that award thing because i do want to talk about it. okay we'll talk about awards um i'm gonna answer your question let me go back just a quick to what you just said about like having somebody and like as an as an as a performer that like obviously you're gonna work for like I was just trying to explain that as, a, as another part of the process of like learning how to perform. I mean, because it's our job, we're going to perform. If we want to work, as we're going to perform probably eight times a week. That's sure. like the regular base. And your mom is not going to be there like eight times a week. It's sure. just like she this better process not of- be. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, sometimes, surprised. sometimes. There are those parents. Um, but it just, it was just uh, every, uh, it was just a process of like learning it. Um, my, Peak of the pyramid. Professionally, I mean, it's been changing every time. Mm. Every every what time? Every time. Every I time pro- someone asks you that question. I, no, every time I propose a peak of the pyramid. From when I was in Spain, it was to open, like, to be the music director, to be the music director for a professional show. Hmm. Just like, and then you did it. And I did it. You reached your. Oh my god! Yeah, I gotta lower my fucking ball. <laughs> what show is it? Like the first, like you don't even remember. No, I do remember. Oh obviously. my god! It was so unimportant to you that the peak. No, it's the, no longer the peak. What it's was the, the peak? Is now the valley. It's now the. <laughs> no, I do remember the first like, what we would consider off Broadway show would be probably it was um, a cabaret show. It was on a place that we call El Molino in Spain, that it's like a Moulin Rouge, but wow. smaller. And the big professional one was almost a year ago with Next Normal. But now the my peak is... I mean, I've also had different peaks in... in Sp- I mean, I have some peaks that I want them to happen in Spain, and I have some peaks that I want them to happen in, in the US. So, sure. But probably my biggest peak right now is to open... A show, an original show on Broadway. Oh, see that? All right, come back to me when that happens. That sounds like a peak. That's a cool, that's a sound like a a peak. peak. That's a peak. I'm not a huge, like, awards. Let's talk about awards. I fucking hate awards. Come on, let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because You love awards? No, I don't. But it's a, awards can be an optional milestone for success an optional i don't think they're, that they're stupid they are they're they're, they're stupid political. and i want one they're political exactly exactly that's what it is i'm not above they're that so stupid but man wouldn't it be cool to win one and recently a bell a bell won one a bell won one my Abel fiance won. has one what is your what was your award it was in it was in spain it was in barcelona it was in spain we have a very a very young awards called the uh, Musical Theater Awards. Cool. They're national. It's international. No, they're national. Oh, national. And it just basically they all <laughs> the all the musical theater shows that happen during the season they are like candidates to be nominated, and we still have 
the musical theater. We have the musical director award. So I'm thinking that here in the Tonys, they got rid of it right. a few years ago. We have it there. I don't know if it's going to be there for a long. If they're going to give it. It's but important. you want it. And I got Wait, it. are you telling me you won the Tonys of Spain? No. That's no, what I think no, it is. That's no, what I've been calling it. No, 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 no. That's what, in my mind. You want a Spanish Tony? No. Yes. So Tony with an I? Tony with the, with the, <laughs> with the, the accent? accent? No, they're not the Tonys because they're so young. They're still in process so of So what? Like, the Tonys were Tony's, young? Tonys were young ones. Yes, but it just needs... I'm. I think that those awards are need to keep be keep going and keep so not only did you win surviving. a spanish tony but someday you'll be able to say you won one of the first spanish tonys yes. how how old was it when you got it were you in the first five years no it's 11 years 11 years 11 years that's that's pretty how new. many tonys has there been 60 72 so it'll get there so like the tonys is like the the grandmother of the Spanish Tonys. We came into this podcast at 10 o'clock in the morning. I didn't know who Abel was. And now I realize I'm sitting in a room with Spanish Tony Spanish Award Tony winner, winner. Abel. No, that's not right. Don't say that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, We're going to tell everyone, or at least anybody who listens to this. This is going to get back to people in Spain who are either going to be really insulted or really pleased. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't do that. No. They're going to be like, hooray, we're finally being recognized for what we are. They're spreading the word. <laughs> Thanks, what did Abel. it mean to you that that happened? Because like, you're, you're really downplaying it. Was it like, were you... I mean... I don't know. Here's the were thing. Were you excited? Are you- I think that those awards are in process of like, they can be something like as equal as the Tonys, but from Spain. I mean, in terms of like what, what they mean. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that they're... They're running those awards and the the ceremonies and everything with no budget, so that means that they still need a lot of like room to make it more like I don't want to say more valuable, like but more reliable because there's still the who, the people who vote are oh, and yeah, who votes? are are Is professional it? are people who are professional, but you they don't I don't is it like, way, like isn't the academy like the Tonys are no. Yeah. No, it's anybody who has been public. professional, in, you just see, need that, and I think that's much more valid. I think, I think so too. No, because like the, the way you was. prove it, you just go to a website, you you name two of the productions that you have done, and they can be either like the smallest reg- regional theater that nobody was there. That like for moms and parents have done that. That since it's a professional, uh-huh. it's valuable. So so wait, we could we could vote for the Spanish Tonys. No, because we, we have on, not done not, anything in Spain. Oh, right, we're not professional, so we can't vote. Right, so it's not like a it's not like a popularity contest, right? You wouldn't like put up a show and like it's tell not whoever everyone, like, has hey, most friends, right? Exactly. So uh, let me put it some oh my God. some way. So it's popular for me. I still feel that they have to do some work on because for me it's still whoever has the most friends in the business, which is for me surprising why I got the award. Mm. Because, because the awards, friends? who I mean, basically the awards <laughs> when this year went for the Adams Family and Billy Elliot, because basically are the in terms of the title, they are the most popular sure, sure. shows, and they are the biggest cast they ha- shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. So that's why I was surprised that the musical director work went for me. You were surprised that people liked you. I like you, Abel. <laughs> Thank you, but I don't know. I the thing is, I don't know if the people who I'm not. Sure that the people who voted me voted me because they know my work. Hmm. 
that's you want to earn it. What's I mean? What's I want to earn it. What's yes. the best uh, situation? So I hate the idea of an academy because, like, what do they fucking know? I no. hate the idea of a popularity contest where, like, person right. I guess if there's going to be an award show, in my mind, it should be mandatory. Mandatory. If you for watch everyone. a move, if you watch. <laughs> That's gonna get into some like. If you watch one movie, you have to watch all the movies, and then you have to say which one you like the best. Everyone in the world. Anyone who watches one of those movies. Oh, right? has to watch so all. Of the- this, mm. this this past Oscars came and went again, and I hadn't seen any no. of those Oscar movies. Yeah, and sometimes I'll have seen one, or sometimes I'll have seen two, but never have I seen all of them. No. And I feel like that must be the case in a lot of award shows where people are like. Well, I'm voting for this one because it's the one I saw. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there, the, the, but the ones, and I think this is might be a difference from the Spanish Tonys between you know and the the American <laughs> awards Tonys and such is that for a lot of the American awards there are there's like academies or there's organizations for the Tonys they have a panel of uh, producers and just different people in the industry who are required to go and see every nominated show or something before I they I think that that's a go-to that these awards are... And let me put that in front again. I think that those awards are doing an incredible job yeah. on putting these and keep putting these every year because I think that our country and our business, the business of musical theater in Spain is growing up and we need something like this. And I was so thankful to get the award and for everybody who voted me and all of this obviously was so thankful and it made me happy. It made me happy that day. Obviously, I was not expecting to get that and suddenly I get an award for Best Music Director that I think I didn't, I was not going to get because there was shows with bigger cast that sure. their music director would have more votes. So I was surprised and it was a super, super nice surprise. The only point that I'm trying to make is that the voting situation. Mm-hmm. The voting situation for me. I know people who are voting who are professional because they do like right. shows in some places, but I don't think that they are capable to like. You don't think they're on the same level. They are. They are not. I don't think that they should be the people who decide who is the best. Who's the best director for right. a musical theater? Who's sure. the best leading actress? Maybe it should just be a raffle. A raffle. Right, people always say it's an honor just to be nominated. Yeah. Maybe we should take that to its extreme. And if you get nominated, you get put in a bowl, and then they just fish around. They make it like a lottery. I just, I I don't know. I just think, I I don't know what's exact, what's the, what what they need to do to be a member of the Academy for the Tonys. I don't know. But I just think that, I don't know, maybe picking up, like, the last five years, um, so whoever has had, like, a, a big production for the last five years in the sure. country. Those so producers, all those and... producers, directors, music directors, mm-hmm. actors are the ones who are gonna vote because I think that since they have been in the position of being eligible to win the award, being nominated, mm. they have credibility. They're they're gonna they're gonna. I think that they're gonna vote for the one who they think it's the best because they will want in case they're nominated again to be um, awarded with the award for being the best, not for being the one who is. The best known. Well, and so the so bottom true. line about this in the theme of the podcast is this is a like huge milestone of success that you weren't expecting. I, that like didn't like was never like I assume was this was this something that was like on your list of of goals? No, no, no. Yeah. So like it was it it I I was happy to get it. It it was a good thing to happen. 
it's not a milestone to my success. Mm. My success, yeah. my success for me was when my mentor, who like proposed me to be the music director for this show, came to me and he was like, "I'm so proud you did an incredible job." That's that's a that's a sign for me as a success. Or when a producer came or a director came and. I mean, or they come and they're like, hey, we saw your job in Next Normal. We want to hire you for this next production. That's, for me, a sign of successful. I need a mentor. It means... I agree. Do you have a mentor? Abel. Abel is your mentor. Congratulations. Yeah, talented. And I don't. Humble. I would ask you to be my mentor, but I don't want to share, so you I want to get my me own. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have mentors. Did you? Yeah, all the time. I think a mentor... Do you still have the same mentor? Yeah. That's so cool. I don't know. Just someone to like check in with and be like, "Yeah, how am I doing?" Someone who checks in. Bessie, you're my mentor right now. Oh no. No pressure. I feel like you you can't get paid to be a mentor. A mentor is kind of like a volunteer kind of job. Oh, totally. I just think that it happened. It's like you think that it just happened. I was not. I was not. I was not looking for it. At some point, I was just realizing that he was. Uh, on top of like I was he was offering me jobs to sub him like to be yeah. his assistant or whatever I was assisting him but uh, outside the assisting outside the rehearsal room or whatever he was helping me oh look this I did this because yeah. of, so he was showing me how he Still was doing things and, and he was check yeah and checking in hey how are you doing or when I have some offers that I don't know what to do it's like hey I call him and he's like and hey, you know what, what? With growing social media, I think that that's a fading position. Oh, you know, mentor. It's kind of like, like, kind of like sensei or guru. You know, like those type of mentorship positions because people are like, oh, well, they up, they they updated their Facebook. I can Google them and check up on them. You know, I don't need to text them or call that's true. them. And I think that the word successful nowadays is, unfortunately, in my opinion is really tied to social network. Success? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, absolutely it is. Interesting. Like, I agree. One I feel, and I feel so, so bad when I see somebody that I love that they are so excited and they feel so accomplished when they got 500 likes or 1,000 likes. Mm. I'm like, is that your... Because... It's it's certainly how I measure success when I'm like looking at other people, right? You're not supposed to measure your own yeah. success by something else. But like, if I am considering like... Uh, you know, where's this person in relation to me? I'll look at like, not only this is terrible. This is I feel like I've made like dark confessions at the end of the last episode. Now I'm doing it at the end of this one too. <laughs> about like, if I'll look at someone's Instagram and like, not only look at if they have more followers than me, but if they have more followers than following. Yes, I yes. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not the only person. Who oh no, no, no! I look at that all the time. It's an interesting metric. About it like, is, it is, and how many likes they get on each post. Because, yeah, because a lot of those, a lot of those accounts are that are following them or they're following might be bot accounts. You know, they're not sure. real or whatever. But, but the not. likes, that's mm -hmm. when you know, that's the fan base right there. This is terrible. Yeah, that podcast brings that's our the worst society. To me. But. Then how many people you've seen that they have so many likes, they have so many followers, and they're they have more followers than following people, and then you look at them and there you see them really struggling either personally because they are oh. all the time like just with anxiety to like accomplish better than the other ones. It's just like that's true. When you meet them in person, it's different. Ah, social media. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. I just have I just have people that I love that I love they are some of the people that I love the most and when I see them just like going around and just going towards like this picture that I 
just to have all these likes and all these like people that it's cool if they come in your picture i'm like wow i'm just like uh. i mean you can see my social network man west side story do you want to know when i, I did west side story when it was at berkeley a year and a half ago oh, and it's yeah. still there and do you know when was this picture the my profile picture you look like you're 14 very i didn't haircut. even start at berkeley so it's like wow. at least five years ago all right well we've gotten to the end of it which is the part where we have to tell people all about you so like is I know you're not consistent. Is there somewhere people can go to look at stuff that you're proud of? Is there like a website or something? Um, yes. What is it? That's that's where I'm working right now. I you're mean, working on it. Yes. Building a website. I right. mean, it's there's there's not there, but they are ready to go. Well, this episode's going out in mid July, so you got a deadline. There you go. <laughs> so it's gonna be there Great. by then. Um, Great. I posted things that I'm when things that I I'm ready to do or that it's happening it's basically instagram and facebook i that's basically what you're do you gonna want to say. tell people your instagram yes you don't have to find my name oh <laughs> that's <laughs> this happening is how, this is how into social media you are i, look. I mean look. i don't remember my so my name is my username is my name abel dot garriga great great and my facebook name is the same name. Here's where I post the things that are happening, or as you see, when I need a place to stay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. And and SoundCloud, you'll be able to like hear some of the music that I've scored for a couple of short films that I'm proud of. So. We're getting there. It's gonna That's, be up. Yeah. It's right. gonna be up. I'm really excited. We'll put a, a header or a footer. And new projects that are gonna be happening like soon. Actually, mid July, it's gonna be happening. Oh, what are you doing? A new mid-July? show. It's a new show called Love the Struggle. It's an original show. Great. Musical theater. We're presenting the first act. It's a show written by Ray, uh, Stacey Cray and Yair. If nine, he's going to kill me because I'm not pronouncing his last name right. It happens. And I'm going to read the plot because I'm not an English speaker and sometimes I struggle with that. Okay. But Don't, the yeah. musical, it's inspired by the love, lives, and writings of one of the most famous couple of modern history that it's simone Pevois, who's one of the oh. founders of the feminist she wrote yeah. a book called the second sex that it's the first book that contains a philosophical treatment of feminism oh. which i think that it's so interesting because she was the, a lot of people didn't like what she was saying because of political reasons but she was one of the first ones first woman in talking about feminism and the man is uh jim paul satre like yeah. the right. the father of existentialism. Yeah. Thank you. I got you. <laughs> I just um, to say that word. Directed by Rachel Stevens, who's who was recently on Broadway with the show and Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of nineteen eighty two. Nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve. Two thousand fifteen. Two thousand. Yeah. Um, awesome. Nineteen twelve. Yeah. She yeah. Was we'll put story. information up about all of that. Amazing. Abel, thank you for opening our eyes today. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say to the... No, thank you for having me. You're very so welcome. Happy. Bessie, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, always a pleasure to be here. Oh, wait, we didn't shoot. What? All right, don't what? click off yet. We were supposed to talk about our success of the week. Oh, damn. We just talk real quick about like what was the most successful thing that happened to you or that yes. you did this week. Um, it's only it's Monday. It's only Monday. It's Monday. Are we using Maybe we'll last week? It. I mean, did you can you use last week. What did you do? Last week? <laughs> I know. You, you know. You worked. We made it through. We made it through the week, and we're here to see another one. That honestly, I mean, I made it through a lot of things were happening last week, and I made it through everything 
And you're still smiling. And still smiling. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, it happened. A lot of things were happening last week, and they all happened. They all happened successfully. Good. Successfully. So That's all we can ask for. Best. do you have anything specific that you were um, successful at? Oh, I went to my first Pride yesterday. So uh, mine was, was cool. Pride related too, and that's going to date this episode, which I hate, but it's that, yeah. it's that Pride happened and it was great and there was yeah. nothing negative that happened and there's yes. not glitter all over my house. Yes. But you know, that's, Pride is... That's okay. successful. That's successful. Yes, that is successful. <laughs> I didn't go to Pride and there's glitter in my house. <laughs> so I was working. I didn't go to Pride. All right, cool. That's well, it. Great. D- uh, this has been the podcast that still doesn't have a name, except it'll have a name by the time you're listening Something to it. Something about success. Don't get glitter in your house. Not Suckcast.